All right. Well, good morning, everyone. I don't know how many folks will have joined us in the course of our session today, but I wanted to go ahead and offer an opportunity for folks who wanted to join in a live class this week because, as you probably noticed from our schedule, we've got a few different online assignments that are going to happen, and we plan to be face-to-face -face this week, and obviously the weather is not going to permit us to do that. So um, the first thing uh, I want to talk about is just I'll give a little bit of an overview into Illuminate, and then we'll kind of jump into our, our lesson, and I want to invite any of you to um, put out questions. If we do have people join us, um, it's kind of a multitasking challenge to be the room moderator and as well as the presenter and everything in here in Illuminate, you might remind me, because what one of the things for some reason that I have to do here is <clears throat> I have to click a button when somebody joins to give them microphone and chat privileges. So, um, hello Tara, welcome. And that's an example. I'll click and give and click in and give Tara um, uh, rights to be able to do that sort of thing. So anyway, hopefully I'll manage to remember that, but if anybody wants to type that in the chat, if you happen to see somebody over on the left side in the participant window who is not, um, you know, doesn't doesn't have those rights, then you can you can do that. Let's talk a little, first a little bit just about Illuminate and and kind of how how this works. Um, there are some buttons in the bottom left corner that will let you interact. The button that looks like a hand with a green arrow that goes up is to raise your hand. And so this this does work. We could use video, but I'm not going to do that today because uh, I'm in my pajamas. I don't know about you. But um, we're going we, – we can have um, – you use audio if you want, um, but everybody should be able to use text. And there's a couple ways that you can vote on things and also that you can – um, applaud or boo or smile or give us a sad face. So let me just first ask a question. There's um, in the left-hand corner a green check mark and a red X. And hello, Mary Kate. Welcome to uh, welcome to our Illuminate session. Um, click the green. Uh, my question is: Have you attended um, an online Illuminate session before? So I'll just say: Have you been in Illuminate before? And you can, yep, there you go, click the red X if you've not, click the green check mark if you have, and it looks like this is the first Illuminate session for most of us. Um, Mary Kate may not, yep, there's Mary Kate's vote. Now my challenge is I've got to clear my results. Let me see if I can do this. Usually when I have done this, I have been able to, I've been working with somebody else, who has helped me with that. So I don't know exactly. We're going to have to experiment a little bit to see. It looks like you, are you guys taking off your results? Looks like you guys can't, or maybe I did. Um, all right. There you go. Yeah, it clears it off. So um, all right. So next thing you can do is if you want to show your emotion, there are just two ways to do that in the Illuminate session. You've got your smiley face and your sad face. So if you are happy or sad to be here today, you may click the appropriate um, emoticon there on the side next to uh, raise your hand, um, and you will be able to show your current status. 
that will just flash briefly in here. Um, it won't stay kind of persistently like it does when you are clicking your, your yay or your nay. So the other thing you can do is you can raise your hand. And um, if you want to do that at any time, uh, go ahead and test that. Just click the, click the raise hand icon. There you go. And it just uh, shows us in order. You can go ahead and click it again to take it off. And yay, Mary Kate's clapping. So um, that's a way uh, for you to just indicate that you would like to ask a question. And uh, you can, and, and that way I'll, I'll be able to know. So Illuminate is, oh, Mary Kate's got a question. Very good. Mary Kate, go right ahead. If you click on your audio there in the bottom left corner, you should be able to turn on your microphone. And there you go. Go for it. I have a question. I I don't know how to work in this. No, you're you're doing good. I can hear you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. You're doing, you're doing great. Go ahead and ask your question. Oh, I don't have a question. I was just I didn't know. I pressed the wrong button. Oh, you just raised it. Your microphone worked. No, it's okay. Don't, don't worry about um, apologizing for any of this because this is new to all of us. So just click your microphone button again and it'll take your mic off. And we're hearing your, your background audio a little bit and that's one of the things that, there you go, one of the things that you sometimes get is some feedback and so I end up usually using headphones when I do these sessions and that kind of helps with that a little bit. So, um, Mary Kate, if you want to just click your, maybe I can do it for you. Oh, there you go. So what we're going to do today is, uh, well, I guess one other thing I wanted to just tell you, if you go up to the view menu at the top, and welcome Catherine, she's Catherine's just joined us, um, if you go up to the view menu, you can choose the layouts choice, and I guess maybe, maybe it was locked for you earlier, I unlocked it. There's several different layouts that you can choose, so you go to view layouts, and the one that I have selected is called the wide layout. But there's several different ways that you can do it. You won't want to do whiteboard only because you're going to want to leave the text, um, the text chat up so that you have a chance to type in there. Um, feel free to use this as a back channel. So if you guys want to talk with each other as our lesson is going on, feel free to do that. Um, just be aware that the session is being recorded. And while it is possible to choose different people that are in the room when you send a chat message, so by default, it says send to this room, and you can click on this room and choose an individual person. As the moderator, I see all of the, the chat messages um, that go through. So just be aware of that as we're, as we're kind of going through here today. Um, what we're going to do is talk a little bit about Google Reader. And um, I want to, I guess, First, just maybe talk. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit just about kind of where we're going with our with the class today, and then we will um, kind of jump into talking about Google Reader. So, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to start what's called a web tour, and you should, because I think I have this set to follow, you should be able to see um, the screen that shows our Technology for Teachers site. If you can see that, click on your smiley face for me to let me know. And very good. Um, we have had pretty good success, I think, getting folks onto our blogs. And we've got folks in our room today who are both in our nine, my 9 a.m. and my 11 a.m. session. 
So um, what I have done, and we'll just continue to do this throughout the semester, is I've updated the links that are here beside our week, which is for, for week four, and I've got a link here that, to our live online class meeting and then a link to Google Reader. So I'm going to first click this link to our live online class, and today we are going to um, basically go over an introduction to Google Reader, take a look at a couple videos, and um, then discuss our assignments for the week. And I don't know that last time we met face-to-face, -face, I had really gone over the video reflection rubric. And so we're going we're gonna to go over that, and then we'll talk a little bit about our first quiz. And this is really a low-stakes quiz, especially this first one, uh, because it's really just what I would call a checkpoint quiz to see if you've been, you know, posting to the blog and, and been able to do that initially. Um, to share some reflections about some of the videos and things. So uh, don't be intimidated by the fact there's, you know, several different things here. Basically, um, this just means read read the uh, assignment stuff for today, um, post on uh, Google, uh, or po post on our blog about a video that we'll watch for this week, and then um, take our, our little quiz. And the quiz is going to ask you um, for one or two, I think, I think it may be two of your posts that you've done so far to share those links. So it actually might be good for us to talk about that first as far as um, the quiz and what that looks like. So I'm going to first go to our class blog for the 9 a.m. class. And not to, you know, confuse folks, but we do have two different blog tools that we're using. And so they look a little bit different, and the, but the basics are the same as far as being able to, to log in. The first thing that I would say is make sure that when you are posting on, and this is more a case that's confusing, more with the 9 o'clock class on Exit Blogs than the 11 o'clock class, make sure that you are posting here on our Technology for Teachers blog, because Edu Blogs lets you create your own blog site, but um, in this case, you're going to want to post here. Um, on our on this blog. So um, down here on the left side of the blog, it says log in, and this is the link that you're going to want to go to when you are going to post on this blog, because EduBlogs lets you create several different blogs. The quiz that you'll need to take, um, hopefully this week before Friday, but I'm sure we'll have some folks, since we're not meeting face-to-face, -face, we'll give extra time on this. Um, is, is just going to ask you to share the links to a couple of your assignments. So what I want to share is how you get that direct address. So if I click uh, here on Recent Posts and I click on Assignment 3, um, we can see that this is a post um, that, and I don't know, it doesn't, this actually doesn't show um, here. Who the, who the author was and who, who had posted this. This is the direct link up here at the top to this blog post. So if it asks you for your video from last week that was about the Dolphins video and then about the Blogging Buddies video, this is the link that you're going to copy. You're going to copy and paste that address um, to put that in. So that's called the permalink is a direct link to that blog address. The other possibility, if you are in our, my 11 o'clock section, is that you're going to be over here on KidBlog. And both KidBlog and the EduBlog site that we're using are free sites to use. 
And I wanted the semester to experiment with two different types of sites. And, and so that's kind of why we're, we're using two different ones, not to confuse you, but really to give me an opportunity to explore different ones. And I wanted to, to use some tools that you can readily use for, for free um, that don't cost anything for your classroom, too. So um, as an example, here, the Romero One has put up a, a post up, I actually commented on this last night, called Blogging Who Needs Pencils Anymore. And the permalink to this post is right here. This is the address at the top. So I think both of the blog tools that we're using for the class this semester are a little bit clearer um, than I used one called 21 Published last semester. And it was a little more confusing to people about how to get their permalinks. So um, I'll probably share a, a screencast about that as well um, to let people know. But that's that's kind of a little overview. So does anybody have any questions about posting to our blog? You can type in your question into the text window if you want to. If you want to just grab the mic, we've only got eight of us in here. So if, if one of you wants to click on the microphone and just ask it with audio, you can. Um, anybody have a question? You can also raise your hand if you'd like to do that. But anybody have a question about being able to get into the blog and being able to post anything about the quiz? All right. Well, um, we are going to be using our, our blogs throughout the semester to do this. And this is really our first kind of trial run. So, um, by the way, kudos to everybody who has managed to get into our session today. And this is, as I said in the email and and the uh, um, text message which I, which I sent out this is this is an optional recording but or optional session but I am recording this so for those of you that are live you can <clears throat> take advantage of the fact that we we are live and you can ask questions so um, feel free feel free to do that um, throughout you know in other words interrupt me if you'd like to um, the one other thing I'll say as far as blogs and reflections is here on our assignments for week two, I'm sorry, for week four, I have a link that says view our video reflection rubric. And I'll just talk about that real quick. Um, ideally, on your posts that you're going to be doing from now on on your blog, I would really like for you to include the, um, the following things. And your first quiz here is really just to check up. It's like pass fail. You're not going to do bad if you, you know, the only way you're not going to get credit is if you haven't written a post. So you want to want to make sure that you're up to date on your posts. Um, you're going to want to um, have an appropriate title. You're going to want to write in a natural style. You're going to want to include some relevant hyperlinks. So in the case of our blog reflections, that will mean a link that goes back to the video that we're talking about. And then Ideally, we want to embed the video. And currently on our EduBlog site, I do not think it is possible to embed video. We're going we're gonna to try that. I think I may have to actually pay um, like $7 a month or something to, to uh, get that feature uh, added. Um, and so if, you, if you're not able to embed <clears throat> your video right now, don't worry. But, but ideally, that's something that we're all going to be able to do. And then I've got a couple guidelines here on content. And this is probably the most important part to pay attention to. There are three different parts to that, and they are your most significant takeaway um, from the video, how it connects with your experiences from your life and your teaching, and then third, the implications of that video for your own teaching practice. So 
Um, that means that you should ideally have three paragraphs that are in your blog posts that you write, and you can make that real easy from an assessment standpoint if you just do uh, one, two, three. So, yes, C, uh, C. Gillis is saying, oh, we just have Stephanie join us. Welcome, Stephanie. Um, that she had some trouble um, with the uh, embedding and um, are you in um, yes the embed okay Lisa's also saying she had trouble with the cry of the dolphins wasn't that cry of the dolphins video kind of wild since he stepped out of the of the window <clears throat> that's a real like super fancy thing that, that I guess people at Google did and so unlike just about every other video that you're going to see, that particular one <clears throat> is not embeddable um, because it's actually a whole active page that lets us do that. So, Brittany, you may have successfully embedded the video. Um, like I said, it's something that we're, we're aiming to have people do. If you're in the 9 o'clock class, I think the blog are, itself is not currently letting us embed, and I'm going to have to... Uh, I didn't want to, but I think I'm going to actually have to uh, pony up a little bit of money to add the embedding feature to it. So no worries if you didn't do that yet, but I wanted to bring your attention to the video reflection rubric because this is the, um, you know, guide, these are the guidelines that I'll be using as far as assessing your blog posts. But as I said, this first time around, it's really just pass-fail. And yes, Tara, thank you so much for asking about uh, what embedding is. Um, well, why don't we let's do that in context. Um, what I'm going to do is uh, show you a couple videos today that are uh, going to introduce us to our topic. And um, if I I'll click here on our schedule, and then instead of clicking on our live meeting, I'm going to click on Google Reader. And so you can see on this page um, the two videos that I'm going to share that are embedded on the page. So there's, a, there's two ways that we could get to this video. I could click this link that says RSS in plain English, and it can actually go to YouTube, and, and we'll, we'll be able to see it. Oops, I don't want to play it yet. Sorry about that. That's one way to do it. The other way is I could simply play it here from this page, and it's embedded um, on the page. And that, that is a user-friendly way, I guess, of sharing video because people do not have to leave your site in order to see the video. They can just view it, you know, on your page. And so in order to do that, in order to um, get embedded video, uh, what you do is down here below the video on YouTube, there's a link that says Get Video Embed Code. And there's all this sort of scary-looking code that you can copy and then paste. Right, and, and don't worry if you didn't do this yet. This is something that, that we're aiming for, but like I said, with the 9 a.m. blog, it's, um, it, you know, it's, it's a little tricky to do. Um, in fact, I think it may be impossible to do. Not tricky, that's not, not the right word. So um, on our page for our rubric, let me go back to that. I'm going to go back to um, week four, and this... This, by the way, is linked underneath assignments. I've got a direct link to this on the home page, but whenever we go to the assignments link, and there are these four links at the top of our site, right here we've got the link to week four. This is showing a calendar of our class. 
but you can always click on the particular link, oh, not link, the particular link here. Hello, Lori. I'm glad you could join us here. I'll give you your audio and chat privileges. You can jump in on the, the text chat if you want to. Um, and for those of you that may have joined us a little bit late, if you go up to in Illuminate the View session, or I'm sorry, the View menu, there's a layouts tool, and I have, I personally like the wide layout. Um, it'll put you in the default by default. Um, but anyway, those are just different ways you can see the content. Because there's really four main windows of Illuminate here. There's the participant window, the chat window. Um, in this case, there's the web tour, which I'm showing. Um, we should be covering your whiteboard right now. And then there's also the um, audio. So let me just make sure that we all, I'm going to close the, the web tour and I'm going to open it again. Because I'm not positive if you join late, if web tour pops up for you. So Lori and those of you that may have jumped in a little bit late, um, hopefully you're able to see the web tour at this point. So I'm going to, I'm clicking on assignments and I'm going back to week four. And as I scroll down here, um, this was number one, which was the video reflection rubric. Under the video reflection rubric, um, and it talks about embedded video, there's a link that says use this screencast um, to learn how. So you can click on this and, and view this approximately five-minute screencast, and it shows you how to do an embed. However, this was from last semester. Good, Stephanie. Glad you can see the web tour. Um, last semester, I had, or essentially in the spring, I had all my uh, students in my two sections use Blogger as the tool for blogging, and so um, we we're, the instructions here were specific to bloggers. So I'm going to create a screencast that's specific to our EduBlogs account and then one that's specific to KidBlog uh, to talk about how to how to do that. So I wanted to point that out. <clears throat> and one more thing, we've got our resources section for our site. And I'm, I'm reading things in several places to give you some choices about how to get to things. I, I want to hopefully <clears throat> pardon me, make it as, as easy as possible for you to find all the resources for our class. And here underneath um, the topical resources, I have a link to the video reflection rubric. So you can you can get that here as well. And we're talking about Google Reader today. Oops, look at that. I didn't link it. So I will I'll be link I'll link this up following our class today. Um, it's linked from our assignment page. But that way you'll you'll be able to get to our information about Google Reader as well. So Anybody have any, any other questions about um, blog, our class blog or about our quiz? I should mention the quiz this week is going to be in WebCT, and I am going to have that set up uh, later today. Really, I use WebCT only for our quizzes that we do. Um, with the exam, I think the final that we'll have um, will be in WebCT. And then the you know your grades the, the confidential stuff is what we put into into WebCT. So I will have that set up and have the link. The link to, to get how many of you uh, raise your hand by uh, or no sorry click your green checkbox if you've used WebCT before to take a quiz um, at a at a UCO class. So looks like a few more of us have done that, but some of us have not um, done that as well. A lot of what we're doing in this class is brand new. So I want to assure you that I am very forgiving and understanding, and it is not the case that 
you know, it's a real gotcha that, oh, my gosh, you, you know, missed that first quiz and you've never taken a quiz before uh, and you're not going to, um, you know, you, that you've blown it. I mean, I'll, we'll give you, you know, help and second chances and things like that. So uh, it's good to know that, that not everybody has done that. Well, let's talk a little bit today about Google Reader. And um, we're going to start talking about Google Reader uh, because I don't know about you, but well, let's ask this question. Uh, in the text chat, um, how many emails are in your inbox right now? And this is a question that I am kind of embarrassed to probably answer. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to type thousands. Uh, I, I could go there and actually see. But um, in, the, in, our, in our text chat window, uh, you know, just approximately. I don't, I don't know if you are a person who is really diligent and good about keeping your inbox cleaned out. And there's a thing called inbox zero <clears throat> that is a method of trying to, you know, keep your inbox completely clean so that you've, um, you know, you're, you're on top of all your email. But if anybody else wants to admit how many email messages that you've got, I think that normally, oh, yeah, normally, okay, good. I'm not the only one with lots of emails. You know, people, people say that the best way to process email is to um, move it into a different folder if you're going to not be able to handle it right away uh, or reply to it and then delete it and get it out. So um, I, I'm not going to show you the inbox zero Google video, um, but I'll, I'll give you a little example here. Um, if we go, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to start the web tour again. If I just go to Google and I put in inbox zero video uh, Google, this link here on the left, and they may be both the same, um, it's 59 minutes from October of 2007. I'm not going to share this whole video, but there's a guy named Merlin Mann who uh, gave a talk at Google in California, and it was about this idea of keeping your inbox at, at zero and how you can do that. I have done that before, but it has actually been over a year since I've done had inbox zero. And so, anyway, there. There's so much email today, and, and over 90% of email that is sent today is spam messages. So it is really uh, important to understand some different ways for getting information and using information, you know, of course, besides email. And um, one of the most powerful ways to do that is to use what's called an aggregator um, or a newsreader. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, share a video with you called RSS in Plain English. And both of the videos, I think, that I'll be sharing today are from Leela Fever, who has a company called Common Craft and just makes some fantastic videos. So last week, or uh, that week before last, I guess, when we were face-to-face, -face, I mentioned, you know, I think in both classes, this video called Quiet Tube. And so this is a YouTube video that I have clicked the Quiet Tube link so that I've just eliminated all the distractions that are, you know, around the side um, to this video. 
Um, I should mention, I guess, on the topic of embedding, that another way to get the embed code when you view a video is you can click this little link here in the bottom right corner. Actually, I don't know that you can see that. Uh, you might not be able to see what I'm doing online. It's another way to share the embed code. Hmm, okay. Well, um, why don't we do this? This is a this video is three minutes and forty four seconds long, and hmm, let me just let I'm going to go ahead and put the link into the the text chat here, and huh, well let me see I might be able to figure something out. So before you click that, this is the first time that I have played a video inside. illuminate before. Okay, when you pushed it, you could hear it? All right, cool. So let's just do it that way. Um, yeah, all right, let's just do it that way. I'm going to go ahead and um, push play on the video, and, and I think there is a way for me to do this separately, but we'll, we'll have you on your own for the video. So you've got four minutes here to go ahead and um, watch the video, and then after you do, uh, I want you to type in uh, something into our text chat uh, about the video, either that you didn't know or something that you liked about the way that it was presented. So go ahead and click play, and we'll watch the video and then text chat about it for a minute or two. All right. Well, I think uh, hopefully everyone's had a chance to view that, and uh, I think I might have figured out a way for our next video where we can I can show it live for us all. So, um, yeah, Brittany was saying she wondered what that subscribe button was. And since this video was made in 2007, subscribing and blog readers and blogs just in general have really become a lot more mainstream. Um, uh, yeah, Megan was saying she learned what those orange subscription icons were. And that's, that is what we're going to do today is, is talk about how we can subscribe and, um, Lisa's comment, you know, saying that the way the way the news comes to us, it, it is, I think, a great a great thing to take a lot of information out of email and, and have it somewhere else. So, an iPhone is an example of, of a place where you can, uh, you know, subscribe to information and get it. Well, I should say Google Reader is an example, and you can do that on an iPhone, an iPad, a, an Android uh, tablet, you know, somewhere else. So. Um, Good, Tara and, and Stephanie. I'm glad that this was a helpful video. Now, this this particular concept and this whole skill, I mean, there's so many things we can talk about in this class that are very valuable and very important, and it's hard to, to kind of choose six because that's how this class is set up. But, uh, and I didn't do this one for my students last year, uh, and I don't think I did as good a job as I'll hopefully do this, this year talking about it. I really, this is one of the most important tools that I use on a daily basis to be able to uh, consume information and use information. And so um, here on our page, I'm going to click the link for, for Google Reader, and uh, we're going to look at another video here in a little bit that Leela Fever created more recently called Google Reader in Plain English. But um, the basic idea here is that information is changing and the ways that it's shared are changing, and we really need to take advantage of that as teachers, and then also to help our students do that. And so as you see 
you know, these, this tool and, and how to use this, I want you to think about your own use of information, both for this class as well as other classes and just in life in general, right, keeping track of, of things that you want to follow and information you want to get. And then also think about research and how this can fit into the classroom as far as your students using this or, or using a class account that, that your students um, can have for this. Um, underneath the video, I've got a link to the Wikipedia article for WebFeed. And we're going to talk at different points about Wikipedia and how Wikipedia is, is really a powerful resource that we should be utilizing. We should never look at something on television or the internet or in an email and believe it 100%. Oh, that's, that's totally true, right? Because there's bias, there are, you know, folks who are going to spread rumors and lies. I know you probably received emails about investing in Nigeria before, you know, with somebody who uh, has a scam going. But Wikipedia is a terrific resource for a lot of different things, and certainly for technology things, it tends to have very updated information that might not be in the regular school encyclopedia. So when we say the words RSS or web feed, we're really talking about the same thing. And uh, let me ask the question, how many of you, like, what are, what are magazines that you all still read today in paper form? And type that into the chat. So what magazines do you read um, today? Just the titles of, of those magazines. More and more content is moving digital, but, you know, I still like to read, you know, magazines, and uh, we even have some subscriptions to some. I need to get, uh, Megan said, Oprah, I, I was... I was going to get my wife a subscription to Oprah, actually, this year, and uh, I would just say we ended up buying some of those at the at the store. It's amazing how much more expensive it is, you know, to buy the magazine at the store than it is to usually uh, subscribe. And part of that is because you have advertising offset, you know, a lot of the costs of, of a lot of magazines today. So... You know, even though we've got digital information, we've still got magazines that, that many of us read and that we enjoy reading. And when we say that we subscribe to a magazine, that's a lot like subscribing to a feed. Because after you subscribe, you get it. It just shows up at your house. It comes. You don't have to worry about it in the case of a magazine until, you know, the next subscription uh, is due. In the case of a web feed, once you subscribe... Um, most web feeds are free, and so you don't have to worry about it at all. It will keep coming to your device. So that's a little bit about a web feed. Now, as we saw in that video, Google Reader is an example of a news reader. And so up here at the top, uh, under aggregator options, I've got a link to this Wikipedia article, which I'm, you don't have to read the whole thing, but I just want to familiarize you with this vocabulary. News aggregator is is another tool. And so, hello, Tara. I'll give you your chat options here. Um, so what an aggregator is, is something that, that brings stuff together. Um, you can think of an aggregator, yes, Tara, glad that you're back, um, as a funnel. A funnel, um, which, well, I could do a, a live web search for funnel, but I, I don't know what I would get, so I'm not going to... Let's do this. I'll, I'll do a Wikipedia search there, and they're probably going to save, save search. Uh, so here's a kitchen funnel, right? What does a funnel do? It takes content, and it concentrates it and puts it in a single place so, so you can change where it is. 
So think about a newsreader or an aggregator as a funnel that's going to get a lot of different information and it's going to bring it in to a single location or to a single place. There are a lot of examples of different kinds of newsreaders. Um, and one of them is called NetVibes. And as you can see here on the, the main NetVibes website, it describes it as a place to track your real-time web, a place to always be up to date, and to create as many dashboards as you would like. You think about the dashboard of your car, it has, you know, different gauges, it has different, you know, lights, it, it tells you the current status of your automobile and how it's functioning. And so a news aggregator can also be thought of as a dashboard. So, hello, Carolyn, glad you could join us. Um, we are just talking about, I'm going to, just to make sure that Carolyn can see the web tour, I'm going to close the web tour, and then I'm going to go ahead and start it one more time. We are, Carolyn, talking a little bit about Google Reader, and we saw this video called RSS in Plain English, and um, we're just kind of going down our resources for today to talk a little bit about what it means to subscribe to information rather than um, you know, go out to the website and, and visit the different websites. So let me show you an example. Dr. Michael Wesch is an incredible professor at Kansas State University. He teaches a class on digital ethnography. And, well, that's not very impressive, is it? I wonder if I have to, if I have to sign in to be able to see his site. Um, he has created a series of different, um, here we go, a series of different widgets inside his NetVibes. And so he can go and his students can go to this page, click these different tabs, and then see information from these different places. So here is um, a little portal that's got 500 new links all about Web 2.0, which is a term used for the interactive web. There's a website called Pew Social Trends, and they have different kinds of research. And so here are the last five posts about um, the research that Pew has been doing. Here's another one that he's got about digital scholarship. Um, I'll click another link over here. Um, he teaches anthropology, and so he has different websites. Here's the, the K-State's uh, Anthropology Club. Um, here is a website called Spotlight on Digital Media that the MacArthur Foundation has. All of these are different websites that are publishing different bits of information. However, these um, sites, because they have a feed or an RSS feed that's coming from them, you can subscribe and create something like this. So you can think about this as a customized newspaper that um, has that information in it to be able to go to it right away. And that's an example of another another class, actually the semester who's using it. Um, the, uh, the one that we're going to be using is called Google Reader, but before I show you the, this Google Reader video, I'm going to click the link here to Wikipedia that says comparison of feed aggregators. There are tons of different programs that you can download to your computer and also websites that you can go to which will, and if you, I don't know if, yeah, I'm, can you see, as I'm scrolling down, are you guys able to see me scroll or not? No, you can't. Okay, well, that's good to know. 
So you go ahead and use the scroll bar on your own um, web, web page there. I'm learning a few here about using Illuminate. Hey, Dean Mance joined us. Welcome, Dean. We'll give you text and audio. Um, go ahead and scroll down that page. And Dean, are you able to see the web tour? Is the web tour up for you? I'm not sure if somebody joins a little bit late, if they're able to. Okay, good. You see Wikipedia. Cool. I have, you know, explored just a very few number of, of these. Um, you can see some Internet Explorer and Firefox. There are now some built-in uh, things in, inside uh, different websites that help us uh, aggregate. So I don't, want, I don't show that to you to overwhelm you, but just to let you know, there's a lot of different feed aggregators and news aggregators that we can use before. And, um, and the one that we're going to use is Google Reader. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually show you my Google Reader, and then I'm going to ask you to watch this video, Google Reader, in plain English. Um, but let me, let me show you Google Reader and give you my attempt to give you my, my short little talk about what this is, and then, oh, but you know what? Are you, because I've logged in, can, are you seeing a login? And do you see my email address at the top? Or are you perhaps, yeah, you're not. Okay, I wasn't thinking about this. Since you haven't logged in yet, it's not show, it's, uh, huh, it's not showing you that public version. Yeah, you see your own address. Okay, well, let's do this. I am going to show the video, uh, Google Reader in plain English. And what I'm going to try and do here for our first video, and Dean uh, Mance is a uh, instructor for pre-service teachers up in Kansas who's joined us. Yeah, okay. I'm glad. I'm, I apologize that part of the limitations here of the web reader. I'm going to try and show you. I'm going to, I'm going to close our web tour, and I'm going to try and do an application share. And, uh, huh. Okay, here we go. I'm going to try and share with you my Firefox browser. And let me see if I can get this video up here. Hang on just a second. All right. Are you able? Are you able to see that? This is weird because now that I'm in this mode, I can't see the text chat. Um, so let me let me play a little bit of this, and I'm going to verify if you guys can hear the audio for this. Okay. I'm going to pause that. Then bear with me here for just a second. All right, were you able, and now I'm back, I canceled that. Were you able to hear the audio of the, the, that video when I started to play it? No, you weren't. Okay. All right. So, hey, we're going to have another way to do something. So what, I'm, what I'll do instead is I'm going to just go ahead and do the web tour, and we'll do the video the same way we did last time. If you'll go ahead and click the play button and play this video, it's only about 60 seconds long. This is Google Reader in plain English. Go ahead and watch this video, and then um, I want you to, you know, type, type something about the video uh, in our text chat after you watch it. So take 60 seconds and watch this video. 
All right. Well, hopefully you're able to play that video. Uh, go ahead and type into the text chat anything that you saw as far as the difference between the first video that we, we saw that was about four minutes long and then this 65-second uh, version. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, just it's shorter, right? The, the 2000, Sarah's right, the 2007 video definitely was more informative and it contained more information. It was like four minutes long. This one tried to explain a little bit less and kept it a little simpler. Um, so, I don't know. I think they're, they both, you know, have their, have their place. But um, the idea of having a, you know, everybody's got short attention span and, and there's all this information. And so we're seeing a lot of information chunked in shorter pieces. So um, they're both good. And, and I think, you know, the second one's a little bit more polished, too, as far as how, how it looked. But um, Jesse's saying yeah, she likes how the information comes to you and you don't have to go to it. And that is exactly right. So Jesse, yay, you got it. The, the whole key of an aggregator is it brings the information to you, and rather than go out to the different sites, you get to go to Google Reader or to your aggregator in order to see it. So what I'm going to do now um, is, well, let me uh, let me ask you a question, and then I'm going to go get my my uh, Firefox window ready, and I'll I'll share that over there because I think that's how I can share my Google Reader. Um, what is the information today um, that you like to read on your own? So what I'll say this: What information sources do you like to read now? I, we already had folks chime in with some different. Uh, print magazines that you read, but what are the information sources that you read now? And I guess I should change read um, to consume. So let's add websites, let's add television channels, let's add radio, you know, what are some of the information sources, you know, that on your own, not just saying I have to do it from for class, but what are some of the things that you actually choose uh, to read on your own uh, when it comes to information, or or you choose to watch? What are some? What do some of those look like? So Lisa's still reading the real newspaper. You know, uh, News OK, the Daily Oklahoma wants wants us to. Does anybody uh, use Craigslist to, um, you know, shop or to you know look for things? We're in the process of purchasing a new house, and so my wife is very excited about new. Uh, you know, furniture possibilities, and so she's on Craigslist all the time. So uh, Amazon, you know, Fox News, Sports Center, Weather Channel. Um, there's, you know, some things that are going to be local and some things. Hey, Megan reads Hulu. Well, Megan, you'll have to tell me a little bit more about that because one of the things we're talking about as we consider what we're going to do as we move is whether we're going to, you know, stay with Dish, you're going to switch to Cox, we're going to go to AT&T, or whether we're just going to scrap, you know, cable television altogether and just go with, like, Hulu and Netflix. We probably watch more on Netflix now than anywhere else, uh, being able to stream that. So um, what I would like to do now is, yeah, good for you, Megan. It's a good thing not to have cable. Um, I'm going to go uh, to do an application share, and I am going to share my Firefox browser. And let's see if I can size this so you can be able to see this. <clears throat> and I've got a couple tabs that are open here. Um, I'm going again. I'm I'm going to our Google Reader sources for today. Okay. And um, underneath our Google Reader sources, we've got 
we've got links to Google Reader um, and that video that we just saw. So for our assignment for today, you're going to need, if you haven't already, uh, you're going to need to create a Google account, and I've got a link for you to do that, and then go to Google Reader. There are two kinds of Google accounts, basically. You can have, uh, and, and let me, well, I won't ask a certain, this is a survey question, but you can, if you have a Gmail account, use your Gmail as your Google Reader. And, um, and, and that's certainly something you can do. It's free, but you don't have to. You can use your UCO um, email address or another email address that you have and register for a Google account with that email address. So over on our website, I've got a link under assignments, you know, to where you can create a Google account. It's just up to you, uh, whichever way you want to do it. I personally think it's a great idea to have a Gmail account because Google gives you access to so many different tools and resources, and you can use many of those not only for your personal you know, needs, but also for your uh, instruction, you know, for, for class and stuff like that. So what you should hopefully be seeing is my Google Reader, and over here on the left sidebar, there are things that I have subscribed to. So I'm going to go over here and click on News, first of all, and I'm going to click the little plus that's over on the side, and you'll be able to see some of the things that I've subscribed to. So there's a lot of different things I've subscribed to. Here's a subscription to Fox News. So there's different articles that Fox News um, is publishing right now. I've got a subscription to um, back in, in Lubbock, Texas, where we lived for 13 years. There's a, a channel called KCBD. So I've got a subscription to their local news. There's the, the closings that are happening in Lubbock right now. Um, I've got a subscription to the Christian Science Monitor's top stories. So what I'm able to do now that I'm subscribed is I can click on one of these individual sites and I can see the content that is uh, being shared here on their page. Some of these are what are called partial uh, feeds, and so there's part of this article here. And so if I click on the link, it will actually take me to the full web page that has this article, and I'll be able to see this entire thing. Uh, and it looks like these are our book recommendations um, about the country of Egypt. So anyway, that's just one example. Uh, Google Reader um, lets you subscribe to news um, channels like this, and it also lets you subscribe to a whole lot of other things. So um, let me first go back to our page here on Google Reader, and I'm going to go to our assignments, and um, we can talk a little bit about uh, – well, I guess it's here at the bottom – subscription uh, places for Google Reader. I don't want you to overwhelm you in heavy things that you need to subscribe to thousands of things. You don't. I'd like you to just, you know, start with a few. And I've got down here at the bottom a few different suggestions for some sites where you can um, subscribe to some content. One example of a site that does a great job publishing their information, and this is taking some time to come up here, so if your screen is blank, mine is two. Um, let's see if we can get this to load. Um, maybe it's not going to load. Uh, NPR is, um, uh, is an organization, a news organization that is doing a really good job sharing 
its information as different web feeds. Um, there are an increasing number of sites that are sharing these. And actually, I'm going to step out a second. I've been in here a while. I'm going to stop my web tour really quick. All right. Um, and just ask, have you all been, and just text me, have you all been able to hear and see that okay? Uh, just to kind of check in. If you can just type into the check, text chat. I know that, okay, Brittany says yes. Okay, good. Um, it's a little bit interesting teaching online like this. You don't have the same, you know, feedback from everybody. So I just wanted to wanted to check and make sure. Thank you. Um, all right, I'm going to go back here to my application share. And we'll go back here to Google Reader. Um, all right, so now these, these pages have loaded. You can see that uh, NPR, if you just go to npr.com or .org slash RSS, it has subscription links to all these different kinds of feeds. So rather than subscribe to everything, I could just subscribe to the arts and culture news that they're producing. Or I could just uh, subscribe to the All Songs Considered, if that was a program that I really liked and I wanted to, to follow. Um, maybe I'm interested in education, which I am. So um, I'll, I'll do this one as an example. Uh, to show you how you can subscribe. And then part of what you're going to do for your homework is subscribe to several different feeds in different places. You don't have to keep the speed that you, uh, that you make here, um, but I'm going to ask you to do this as an example. Now, sometimes when you click on a feed, it is going to automatically give you a choice to say, do you want to subscribe to that? In this case, I think I'm taxing my uh, internet here a little bit. Somebody may be, uh, somebody's got their mic on. Uh, somebody Going off 20 miles an hour. Somebody in the mic, so let's Caroline. I think you click your mic button there in the corner. Click your mic. All right. I took your mic off, Caroline. You may have just accidentally done that. So um, when I right click or I control click, I can copy a link location, and one way that you can you know, put feeds in your Google Reader is you can copy the address of where the, where the feed is. And then here in Google Reader, oops, here in Google Reader, you can see in the upper left corner, there's a link that says add subscription. And if I add my subscription, then it is going to put that as a, as a feed that I'm following um, inside my Google Reader. Because I was I guess it looks like I've already um, subscribed maybe to this one before. Nope, maybe not. If, uh, if I had, it would put it in a category. Um, you can create folders if you want, and you don't have to do this right away, where you will organize things. So if I'm going to be following the NPR education thing, it might make sense for me to put that inside my education folder. And so that is how Google Reader um, works when you find a website like NPR that has um, websites that are, are or that have RSS feeds that it creates, and you can follow those um, those um, those feeds. 
I'm going to go here now to um, my Google blog subscriptions, which is this third link. And Google Reader lets you lets you share the things that you are um, subscribed to with, with other people. And there are a lot of different education blogs that I subscribe to. And so if you're interested in finding some different education blogs, one way that you could do that is you could visit this link where I have um, these provided and you could subscribe to these. So here's an example. Uh, this is a Geeky Mama's blog. So this is the blog of Lee Colbert, who is a educator in Boca Raton, Florida. She's actually at the Florida Educational Technology Conference this week. And you can see on her site over here to the left, it has a link that says subscribe. And we've got a little orange icon like we saw in those videos, and it says subscribe to my blog. Now, sites that are very friendly, like Lee's, are going to have a button right here that says add to Google. So it's going to be a simpler process than what I just showed you with NPR. The NPR method that I just showed is kind of the, the hardest way. But if the site is, is being real user-friendly, it'll say add to Google. You'll see some other different examples of aggregators that we mentioned in today's session. There's NetVibes. Um, there's My Yahoo that was mentioned by Lula Fever in that first video. So when I click add to uh, Google, um, there's two different ways that Google lets you add this. Um, we're not talking in this session today about the Google homepage, but you can create a custom homepage for Google similar to NetVibes. It has those different blocks of space where you can, you can put different, you know, content from different sites. We're going to choose this link that says Add to Google Reader, and then it's going to jump us into our Google Reader with a subscription to that website. Now, I had already subscribed to that, so, huh, that's interesting. Maybe this is a different feed address. I was expecting it to already be here inside my, um, my education category. But if you want to change the feed setting, this is where you can put it into a folder. If you need a new folder, you can click New Folder here to be able to put it there. Um, you can also unsubscribe. You can rename the subscription. I haven't used this feature, but there's even a feature to translate it into your language. So if there's going to be something in a different uh, language, uh, Google will use its translation tools to make, you know, change that from Spanish into English or whatever it is that you want to um, be able to, to share. So that's really the basics of how you subscribe to uh, different content within Google Reader. Um, we actually, and I'm going to close my web tour here and go back here. Um, yes, boy, definitely go, go get your, go get your coat. That's <laughs> my voice speeding up. Sometimes when the bandwidth is, um, when the when the bandwidth is uh, lacking, I'm not saying the right word. When your connection gets slow, uh, one of the things that Illuminate does is it actually um, will compress your voice and, and you sort of, sort of start to sound like a chipmunk. So Dean Mance, who's another instructor who I invited to join if you could, is actually in the room. And uh, Dean, if you don't mind, I'm going to put you on the spot. Would you mind taking the mic for a second and just talk a little bit about how you use, well, do you use Google Reader or how do you, what, what do you use to consume news and blogs and things like that? Would you mind uh, chiming in a little bit? Well, you're lucky. I just walked back in the room, Wes. <laughs> um, 
I yeah, I use the Google Reader. I use it for the blog collection. I'll use it for well, uh article reads off of different news sites. The uh my downfall is I'll get busy with some other stuff and the next thing I know is I'll have, you know, six, seven hundred items in there to be read and the uh mark as read button sometimes gets hit rather frequently just of trying to play catch up but yeah, I definitely am one that uses the RSS feeds with the Google Reader. And as a matter of fact, we were just talking about that Monday night with my pre-service students. Awesome. Well, one of the things that uh, I've been, we've shot some tweets around and talked about is it would be great if, um, you know, this semester we work out uh, some kind of collaboration in between our, our classes. So we'll have to keep keep thinking about that. Yeah, that would be great. I know this group and talking with them, they uh they're definitely up with the idea of doing some stuff. We're uh using Edmodo for all of our class discussions when we're not face to face. Good, good. Well this uh we're we're using uh Illuminate just for this particular session. I actually am thankful for Steve Hargadon for setting me up with uh with a room. But we hadn't planned on, you know, doing this kind of live synchronous meeting, but anyway, because of the snow day and the schedule, we went ahead and did it. So Okay, well what I'd like to do now is I'm gonna Dean, you might want to go ahead and mute your mic. I think you got a little bit of feedback coming from you. There you go, thanks. Um I'm gonna go ahead and go back to the web tour and uh, let me see. And let's talk a little bit about what you're going to be doing for your assignment this week. And um, then I'll talk a little bit about Google Reader, and uh, we may wrap up. We may not go a full hour and a half. That may be a little bit long to, to go for today. Um, you can see down here on your assignments for this week, in addition to reviewing our rubric and taking your quiz, um, number three there, if you, yeah, I'm forgetting you're not scrolling. Use your scroll bar there on the right side of the web tour and scroll down to the bottom of this page so you can see our student assignments for this week. Um, it talks about either creating a new Google account, creating a Gmail account if you don't already have one. And then, uh, you can use the Google Reader support website to subscribe to some different feeds. Um, there is one more thing that I'm going to show you how to do uh, today with, with respect, at least one more thing, which is how to create a Google alert. Um, but basically I want you to um, use Google Reader, put some subscriptions in it, and um, create a, create a uh, Google alert that you're gonna, that you're gonna put into it. On our blogs, it is possible for you to subscribe to that, to, to those blogs, and that might be uh, something that you're gonna want to do. One of the ways that you can do that is by just copying the address of our blog. And when you put that into the subscription link for Google Reader, it is basically smart and it will usually, in most cases, find the RSS feed or the web feed for the, the website. So that's one way that you can also um, subscribe uh, to some content. Um, this week, because we, uh, you know, didn't have our face-to-face -face class, um, in addition to making this recording available for people to check out, there is one other uh, K-12 online presentation that I would like for you to see. This is 20 minutes long, 
and it's called Intersections by Darren Kropotwa. So you're going to write a blog post about that um, today. So those are the things basically after our session's over that I would encourage you um, to go ahead and do and um, then just, you know, experiment with different places where you'd like to subscribe to some uh, feed ideas for Google Reader. So before I show you the Google Alert, um, I want to show you this page because one of the most important things that I hope I can encourage you to do this semester is to be self-directed in your learning about technology. Oh, Carolyn says she's confused. Carolyn, go ahead. Do um, you want to grab the mic and ask a question, or do you want to type your question? You can do it either way. And, oops, let me give you your mic, Carolyn. There you go. You got your mic again. I uh, take that off. If you just click the mic icon, um, Caroline, in the bottom left corner of your screen there where it says audio. Oh, you're not hearing anything. Okay. Um, I think, are, are others able to hear? I'm showing that the audio is still working, but there may be something that happened with your system. If you, the audio is still working, so if you can turn your audio up uh, on your keyboard, if you've got a, a button to be able to turn it up, um, and Caroline can't hear that. Isn't that silly? Try to turn your volume up. Okay. Looks like Caroline is having some audio difficulty. Um, I was, I'm, we'll hope that, that Caroline, there's, there is a tool up under audio. So go to tools, audio, audio setup wizard. Okay. And we'll see if, if Caroline can check that out. Um, on this Google Reader page, I said one of the most important things is to help you be self-directed in your learning. In other words, not be not be dependent upon, you know, somebody else to, to uh, spoon-feed you everything, but to be able to go out and say, hey, I, I need to learn some things about Google Reader. Where can I do that? And so this Google Reader help site that I've linked gives you some great little tutorials about different suggestions for how to use Google Reader and how to get started. There's a whole getting started guide that is this um, – uh, link that's, I think that's supposed to be like an ABC block here. But in this getting started guide, you can see it's, it's covered some of the things that we've talked about today. What's an RSS feed? How do I subscribe to a feed? How do I read feeds? And under the discover more feeds, it's got some links about how you can, um, find, uh, other feeds by clicking the discover link. And so let me go ahead and show you that right now. And the, this actually works better when you, I think, have subscribed to some things already because it's basically going to be smart and it's going to uh, be able to make recommendations to you uh, based on things that you've subscribed to already um, in some cases. So whenever you're in Google Reader, you can always click the Google Reader icon here on the left side to go back to the home page. Your subscriptions are shown down here. And then, un and in my case, I have followed some different people, and you won't see that immediately, but that means that if I want to see the stuff that, that uh, John um, Zerfla is sharing, I can click that link. He's in Tacoma, Washington, and I can see that, you know, he he's reading these articles from eSchool News. And if I want to share that, I have options down here at the bottom for how I can share my Google Reader um, my, my Google Reader articles, okay? 
But underneath the following people, there's the explore. And here's recommended items. So these are going to be feed sources, news sources, information sources, that based upon the things I've already subscribed to, Google Reader thinks I might like. And, and this is not really artificial intelligence, but kind of, because it has analyzed other things that I've, done, I've subscribed to, and it's, and it's going to make suggestions. So the more I subscribe to education things, and I've got, you know, some subscriptions to, um, you know, technology things, it is, it is making suggestions about some items. I also have, underneath the Explore link, a recommended sources. And so that's <laughs> kind of interesting. I do use Google Reader a lot. Um, and I don't know if it's because I haven't visited that before, but it doesn't have recommendations for me here. So I don't know why that is, but anyway, it's not, it's not sharing something there. Um, but you can, you can explore that. So that, those are two places to find other feeds. The other place is that up here at the top, underneath the home button, there's a link that says browse for stuff. <laughs> and so there are, uh, some bundles of things that Google offers. So, um, here are um, things that I can, if I want to search for, I can search for things about particular things. So let me put in Oklahoma if I wanted to search for things that were Oklahoma-specific. And it's going to recommend, you know, some different websites. There's one for um, Sooners football. Um, here's one from Oklahoma. For some reason, it appears that our recording was cut off a little bit in this audio version. So I apologize that the last few minutes of this are not available as an audio recording, but hopefully you've been able to obtain most of the information and you can access the Illuminate Live recording from our class website as well. So thanks so much for listening. And for those of you that may not know, you can access all of our course materials by visiting the website wiki, W-I-K-I dot westbriar dot com slash T4T.